Hi, we're the Rices. We've been married for 12 years. We have six kids from the ages of nine to zero, and we're full of passion to raise a household that serves and honors the Lord. And we want to encourage others to do the same. podcast. This is episode six, and we today are going to be talking about overcoming weariness, both in life and in parenting. I think we can all relate that we all experience weariness at different times in our life more than others. I know that for Darren and I, we are in a season right now of newborn and trailer living and trying to build a house and, and, and (laughs) it just feels like weariness can take over. And so we want to talk to you guys today about our convictions when it comes to weariness, the character that is developed within us when we combat weariness, and the challenges that come up in our day-to-day life when it comes to overcoming weariness. As with all of these things, our conviction really is a heart conviction. It's a heart posture, and and it's where the condition of our hearts is before the Lord. And so I think that it's one thing to kind of in your mind try to just do better. And it's another thing to in your heart really have a conviction about how it is that we're supposed to be living. And I think that that will lead the way into the character traits that we develop and overcoming the challenges in life. So our conviction in our hearts is that we are to use all of our strength for the Lord. Matthew chapter 12, verse 30 says, And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all of your strength. So we get our hearts right before the Lord. Then we have this opportunity to jump into building the character traits that are going to help us to walk that out in overcoming weariness. And when we use the word overcoming, that means we are pressing into this weariness. We are not shrinking away. We are not um, becoming complacent in our weariness, but we are finding what we need from the Lord's strength to be able to combat our weariness. And so the first character trait that's really kind of developed within our weariness is service. Colossians 3.23, whatever you do, work and do it for the Lord rather than men. So within our weary state, are we having an eternal mindset or are we having an earthly mindset? When we are faced with things day to day, do we say, Ugh, why do I have to do this? Or do we say, I am doing this as unto the Lord, for the Lord, for his glory, for the eternal purpose. And as we progress in this, it it really makes me think back to a few episodes ago where we're talking about your family culture and your family vision. If you are doing things that don't align with that, it's going to be much harder to really feel in your heart that you can honestly just do that work as for the Lord Mm -hmm. rather than men. And so as you align your life then as and then you're doing the work that is you know maybe you're really tired but it is way um, more intentional to disciple your kids or to 
train them or to serve your wife or to do um, those things that are in line with your vision that isn't in line with the Lord, then the work becomes not for yourself, not out of your selfish ambition, but in serving the Lord. Which brings us to our second character trait is that when you are doing that, you then receive perseverance. And perseverance, um, as we look for forward to in Galatians 6, 8 through 9, for the one who sows in his own spirit will from the flesh reap corruption. But the one who sows in the spirit will from the spirit reap eternal life. And this next part is one that really I try to hold on to a lot as a mother. It says, and let us not lose heart in doing good for in due time, we will reap if we do not grow weary. So important. So let's break that down a little bit. If you're sowing in your flesh, then you will from the flesh reap corruption. So if you're doing something just out of your own selfish ambition, the the return, the the outcome of that is not going to be good. But if you're sowing and working in the spirit, you're going to reap eternal life and don't lose heart in doing good. So if what we're doing is not good, then of course we're going to lose heart in that. Of course we're going to be weary and discouraged. But if you are before the Lord and you can say, I am doing good, I am serving my family and whatever it is, it it can be the most mundane toilet scrubbing there is. Mm -hmm. But if you're serving your family and you're being an example to your children, then you're doing it for the Lord. And if you're correcting your children, that can get tiring sometimes. I can look at first thing about I'm so tired of correcting whatever that behavior is, but you are doing good by raising your children up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord, like we talked about a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. So you will reap in due time if you do not grow weary in that. If you do not grow weary. And I think because weariness is um, almost could be considered uh, a selfish state of mind because you have now turned your your um, feelings inward, right? Your feelings, your feelings can rapidly become your idol. Yeah, right. You, it's it's not very far into. I don't feel like it. That like we were reading in James with our home group the other day, and it says, "For him who knows what is good to do and does not do it, it is sin." So it's not very. It's not a very far line, and we really myself included, mm-hmm. need to go no, before me, me. the Lord <laughs> in repentance and and say, hey, am I holding my feelings above what I know to be good that I should be doing and am therefore sinning yeah. b- by making an idol of the way that I feel? And trust me, it gets there quick and I can attest to that and repent for that. Yeah. Here's an example. Um, let's say you are a mom or a dad, uh, but you're sitting on the couch and you've had a long day, whether you've been at work or you've homeschooled your kid, whatever, you're really tired and you've been on it. You've been on it all day mm-hmm. and you sit down and then across the room, there is a behavior that needs to be 
reprimanded. Right. That needs to be corrected. And you look at that behavior and you just say, nope, I'm just too tired. <laughs> I'm going to sit right here. Let's talk about the repercussions of that decision, right? We're just allowing sin without consequence. Yeah. Because you are giving in to weariness. Oh, yeah. Now, I can tell you this. Ask me how I know. All right? Because we, we probably <laughs> both did it this week. I know. But if you choose to not rely on your own strength, but mm-hmm. to rely on the strength of the Lord. So right. doing your behavior as unto the Lord, and you get up. And you go crea- correct that behavior. What is the outcome? What does the Bible say the outcome? In due time, we will reap a harvest, mm-hmm. right? And the truth about sowing and reaping is that your harvest is either going to be a reward from the hard work that you put in, or your harvest is going to be a, a devastating Yeah, a harvest. negative outcome. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, let's talk about some of the challenges that come with this. I mean, we're already kind of getting into them, but... One of them being self-gratification, right? Mm-hmm. That, that is the temptation of our flesh, Yeah, is to gratify itself. But Philippians chapter 2, verse 3 says, Do nothing from selfish ambition or vain glory. Okay, so don't do it just because you want to do it. Don't do it to elevate yourself. But, the second part of it says, But with humility of mind, regarding one another as more important than yourselves. Oh, that is so good and so hard. And another challenge is discouragement, right? How easy is it, like in the scenario Mm -hmm. you were just talking about, to become discouraged? But Colossians 4 verse 2 says, Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. How do we overcome the selfish ambition of our heart? Go to the Lord in prayer. Mm-hmm. Seek him for wisdom and for strength. And with a Thanksgiving piece, like I've heard a lot of people talk about when it comes to like work, like work in the home or work outside, like instead of being discouraged that there are dishes to clean, have a thankful heart that you get to have people with you eating off these dishes or you get to have food to eat on, you know, like changing that mindset to from a negative to a positive. And as a parent and as a parenting podcast, I cannot tell you how much our attitude or disposition or um, behavior during this weariness rubs off on others. Yeah, I, I think we've seen even just in the maybe the last uh, few weeks or the last month, like some increased engagement in weariness, not in, in weariness, but in work from our kids, mm-hmm. where they've started to click for them that if they want to do the fun thing, that they sometimes have to just get the work done first. Yeah. And, and that's kind of cool because we've modeled that, mm-hmm. and now I feel like they're engaging in it. And not only just modeling, but we talk about it. So we say, okay, we're going to do the hard work now so that we can all go do this together. Or, guys, look outside. It's really sunny. I want to get you guys outside to play. So this is what we need to do before we can do that. Yeah, those are great. So what's our last challenge that we have kind of addressed here is busyness. Oh, busyness. Listen, we 
<laughs> we live in a culture that almost worships being busy and doing good in the midst of this, sometimes we have to take a step back, right? Sometimes we need to go back to that family culture that we talked about mm-hmm. a few episodes ago. And we have to say, does this align with our vision for our family? Um, is there so many good things? Like just Darren and I literally, literally, we're just talking about looking at our week and saying, okay, Tuesday night we have Bible study. Wednesday night there's a Awanas. Thursday night there's home group. Friday there's co-op. Sunday there's church. You know, like. And then you left out violin lessons and ballet. <laughs> and, you know, all there's so many things that yeah. are good. And, and so, so far we really talked about the heart and really like engaging in um, doing the things that you have with the right attitude in order to overcome the weariness. But I think this is the flip side of that. And that's looking at your yeah. calendar and saying, what is really here that doesn't match up with our vision? Right. I know um, there is a verse and Darren's going to laugh at me because it's said a lot that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Right. And while that verse is so important and is so true that the Lord is our strength. Yes. We cannot use that word, that verse to justify doing all the things, doing all the things because that might not align with what the Lord has for our family. Yeah. So in, in combating busyness, in order to overcome weariness, I think it's very important that we look at the calendar, look at the schedule, not through the eyes of the approval of the world, not through the eyes of the approval of man, but through the eyes of the approval of Christ, according to his word. Mm-hmm. So if it is important to have at least one night a week where the family is at home together, then make that the priority on your calendar. Mm -hmm. Make that the thing that doesn't move. If you picture a calendar, right? And you say, you get together with your spouse, maybe you go on a date and you just say, what things are important to us? Like family dinner. We want at least three nights a week family dinner to be prioritized for our family. Then you go on a calendar and you block out hours four to six, three nights a week. And you say, okay, now what fits in? Like you start with the big rocks Mm -hmm. and then you add the little rocks. And when you were talking, it reminded me of a verse that we wrote down that we didn't get to say yet, but Romans 8, 28 says, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, but you can't just stop there, right? You have to keep going. It says, for those who are called according to his purpose. I think that Mm. when we prioritize the world's purpose or in our minds what are all the good things we can miss out on aligning to his purpose for our lives and God literally talks about rest so much in the Bible I mean like Genesis right right on the seventh day he rested I think that we could really stand to embrace as a society, as parents, as 
Christians this idea of rest and peace. I think when we push and we push and we push is when we actually create the weariness for our lives. Yeah, and that's not saying that we are even of the mindset like some are of like a like a legalistic observance of the Sabbath again in in our Christian walk, but to say that there is definitely a rhythm of rest that the Lord created. And so if busyness is one of the things that's contributing to your overall weariness, Mm -hmm. then like we said a few weeks ago, don't be afraid to kind of stick out. Like you already are set apart in Christ as a Christian. Don't be afraid to stick out by not participating in every invitation that you get invited to. If it is the thing that helps to balance your schedule and helps you to overcome weariness so that you really can serve the Lord well in the things that you're doing. Listen, for me, it's really hard to say no to things. I get the FOMO. (laughs) I don't want to miss out. I want my kids to have all the things. And you want all the people to feel loved. And I want all the people to feel loved. Yes. And so I really, really have a hard time saying no. But I think a conviction that creates a good character trait and is a challenge is finding this expression. And maybe this is for you and you need to take heart and hold on to this too. What is my best yes? Hmm. I can't say yes if I don't say no, right? So what is the best yes I can give? And really just kind of knowing I can't say yes to everything, so what's the best one? So in summary, we want to encourage you guys to examine both your heart and what you're actually doing. Make sure those things are both aligned with His purpose, with the Lord's purpose, with the Lord's direction and His ways and that your heart is also aligned with his. We, we handle that first and rest in the truth of the word. We know that we can be encouraged and energized to keep on and be faithful in doing what is good. So make sure that you give this podcast a like, a review, a subscribe. That would bless us immensely and be able to help us get the word out to more people so that we can encourage others. Make sure to follow us on social media. I am Lead Your Family, and she is Raising Rices. We always are happy to engage with you, answer your questions, if you have any follow-ups from this or any of our other conversations. All right, see you next week.